You're listening to the Chronicles of Aguda, the Arsenal podcast. I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon. Hello and welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast brought to you by 90 Min. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simeon, and on this edition, we are going to be taking some of your phone calls. It's the Arsenal phone-in. We haven't done one of these for a while, and I feel like whenever we do do these, we do them around some kind of outrage, some kind of disappointment. It always feels like people want to have phone-ins when there's all the negative stuff under the sun to talk about. So why not do one? I thought to myself today, when, of course, Arsenal are performing well, when things are going brilliantly, why not do it? I want to hear from you guys. I want to get your thoughts on all things Arsenal. You can talk about anything you like, whether it's the Leicester game, whether it's Aaron Ramsdale, whether it's Mikel Arteta, whatever it is that you want to discuss, the forum is yours. And we're going to be taking as many of your calls as we possibly can between now and the end of the show. I want to just let you know that if you do want to join onto the program tonight, you're watching us on YouTube. The link to join the show is pinned at the top of the comment section. So if you want to come on, all you need to do is click that link. It will take you into the green room on uh, my streaming software, and I will get through you all one by one. We'll get as many of you as we possibly can onto the show tonight to get your thoughts on all things Arsenal. But first of all, I want to introduce my co-host because I'm joined by a co-host today and we're going to be doing this going forward, right? We're going to be taking members from our members discord and giving them the opportunity to join me on these fans phone ins and different other shows that we're going to be doing um, to co-host because I love chatting to you guys. I love interacting with you guys. Unfortunately for me, I don't always get the time to, to sit in the Discord server as much as I'd like. So having the opportunity to speak to you guys on here is always brilliant. Uh, so welcome to the show, uh, my co-host and longtime member and supporter of the channel, Tariq Talks. How you doing, mate? I'm not too bad. Thank you very much for getting me on, Harry. And I just want to say a big congratulations for that 17K. I know you haven't mentioned it, but I'm going to mention it for you. Well done and smashing that. You deserve it, man. Thank you. Thank you so much, mate. Really, really appreciate it. I'll tell you what, it feels like it's taken an age to get from 16.9 to 17. But we finally got there uh, after last night's show. I guess everybody was in a good mood uh, following uh, the weekend's football. Uh, but thank you guys as well uh, for signing up. Um, if you're a member, for supporting, by subscribing, by listening via the audio, wherever it is you consume the content from, it is much appreciated. Before we go to our callers, because we've got a few lined up already. Uh, Tariq, it's been a wonderful weekend. Arsenal obviously performed exceptionally well. Some of the other results went our way as well. Do you feel like the tide is turning? Do you feel like Arsenal are finally on the right path under Mikel Arteta? Because we've had these, what I call, false dawns before, where his back's been up against the wall. He's pulled out a, a few really good and positive results. And we think that we've turned the corner only to hit a brick wall again. I'm quite optimistic, but where are you on, on where Arsenal are at at the minute? To me, for me, I echo those thoughts. Um, I really do think that we have turned that corner and it's not just because of the results that has gone our way. I think, as you mentioned, the false dawns that we've had previously, um, where we've seen us 
take good results, beating all of the teams in the big six. You know, we've beaten the likes of Manchester City, Man United, and Liverpool, and Spurs. Well, they get battered everywhere they go, even when they're at home. So, yeah, we've seen that happen, but the performances are now taking that next step and we're controlling games, we're coming out fast out of the blocks, looking dangerous and looking like we can create chances in all games. Yes, we've struggled in certain games like Brighton and Crystal Palace, but as you echo on this channel and mention all the time, let's take games into context as a whole rather than just be reactionary and look at single games. And now, if we look in it now, if we if a lot of fans who have react who reacted to those are now thinking different because of the results that happened on the weekend with Brighton picking up a point away to Liverpool and could have been doing better there and could have got more than that and Crystal Palace comfortably relatively comfortably winning at Manchester City. So we do have to take into context now that. Even even adding those, we are re, we are progressing and moving forward. And even when we're not performing so well, because you're not going to do that every week, we're still getting points on the board. Absolutely, it's as difficult a Premier League season as as you'll ever face. I think there's so many good quality teams. The league's been getting progressively harder over the years, and that's why I always say it's not that simple. It's not a case of Arsenal just flicking the switch and winning 15 games on the trot. If you do that, you're title contenders, and we all know that. We're a long exactly. way from there. Uh, let's bring on our first caller. Uh, welcome to the show, uh, Trevor. How you doing, mate? First of all, where are you joining us from? Uh, I'm joining from uh, down Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace, my old stomping ground, Trevor. Yeah, yeah. Fort and Heath, mate. I can, yeah, just, I'm like seven minutes from Fort and Heath. I can hear the, the Palace roar when they score. So, <laughs> yeah. Pete Money, how you doing? I'm not too bad, Will. Fab at yourself. I'm good, bro. I'm good. Finally, it's nice to be face to face. Harry, can I say one thing? Um, I'm so honoured to be on uh, to be part of this family. It's it's and you do amazing content, amazing shows. The level is always top draw. Thank you very much. Thank you, mate. And I'll pay you later. I promise. No worries. <laughs> no, much appreciated. Honestly, thank you so much, mate. Trevor, what do you want to say on the Arsenal, mate? Go for it. What what's your thoughts? I, to be honest, it's the this season has shown that our Arsenal fan base should need to keep the faith. Always stay believing. Don't go crazy, too crazy when we lose. Um, don't go over the moon when we win. Um, some a lot of the results are showing that they're not as bad as they were. The Palace result, the the Brighton result. We played badly and didn't lose. That's you know all pundits say. That's the sign of a good team. So you can play badly and still get a point, still get a result. Um, and I'm just so glad that we're we're moving up and putting all the doubters wrong and all the haters. See you later. Do you, you know? think that the I think the recruitment this summer has been key? I think a lot of us looked at that window. And we're a little bit underwhelmed in in many ways. I don't. Look, I've, I'm going to hold my hands up. I didn't think Aaron Ramsdale, for example, was going to come in and have the impact that he has. But it's good to see, isn't it? Because at a time where there was seemingly very little faith in the manager, to see him pull, pull signings like that out of the bag, signings that you know stand us in good stead for the future as well, is it's, it's encouraging, isn't it, Trevor? It makes you feel like we're we're at least moving in the right direction. It's fantastic. I mean. They're unbelievable signings because I, I, um, I'm all, all like every Arsenal fan. I'm optimistic in the transfer window that every geezer's going to come in is going to be the next Messi or whatever. Um, 
I wasn't so much like with Ramsdale and and Benjamin White. Um, I was like uh, quite a few. With, is that the kind of money we need to be spending? Is that those the areas? I didn't doubt their quality because then you're not going to be in the England setup if you're crap. Um, Ramsdale got a got a bad rep because he went down with relegated teams. But if you're in front of if if what's in front of you is a terrible back four, you're going to be facing more shots. So I mean, relegated teams. With the odd exception, the keeper's never really to blame. He's the one that's kind of keeping things in there. And um, I love him. Uh, all the signings, it's so rare that you bring in like that many signings. Um, ironically, only Vieira has done it as well. And they hit the ground running, they fit in, they all become first team uh, ballers. Nobody, I don't think, there wasn't too many people that expected all of them to start or any of them to start, to be perfectly honest, from Ramsdale, uh, Benjamin White, um, Tomiyasu, all of those, we were like, oh, they're only time to bed, bed in. And, you know, uh, but they've hit, they've all jumped in, jumped on board. I mean, the fact that they all came in at the same time and uh, grew together, especially with the back four, has helped them to progress the way they have. Yeah, for sure. It's 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 nice to see them, like you say, all come in at the same time and, and begin to build this new unit. And I think what's been really impressive is how quickly they've developed that relationship. You know, Gabrielle doesn't speak hardly any English, but the the kind of communication, uh, whether it's telepathy, I don't know, but with that with Gabrielle is, has been brilliant. Uh, Trevor, stay right there, mate. We're going to bring in another caller as well. Um, welcome to the show, Egal. How are you doing, mate? I'm doing good, man. How are you guys doing? How's everybody? I want to talk about the fact that Arsenal fans always have this thing where we're always looking at the next game as the bigger test. Why can't we just enjoy the fact that we've won games, we haven't lost since the first three games, and since Ramsdale's been in and the back line and the brand new back line, we've looked like a better team. Is it me or are we being a little bit too pessimistic all the time? Why can't we just look at what we're seeing and say we are actually seeing progress? I'll let you take that one, Tariq, because I, I went on a little bit of a rant at the end of the uh, the Leicester uh, post-match podcast where I talked about people's willingness or, or almost desire to be outraged at every single opportunity and that there are some people out there that are just happier when they've got something to moan about. Tariq, man, why is it we're like that? Why is it the fan base in general find themselves acting in that way sometimes? I think a big reason for that is is we've been burnt previously in the past where we thought, even under the likes of Arsene Wenger, Unai Emery and Mikel Arteta on a few occasions where we thought that we've overcome a hurdle and we've probably jumped the gun a bit too soon in terms of the results that we've shown. Remember when we won the FA Cup, everyone was jumping and saying, you know what, this guy, we're going to make top four next season. And then when you have those expectations and you don't succeed it's and you go all the way down into eight i think it's easy to have a look and say nah he's failed this is what i expected from him however arsenal what we need as arsenal fans and what i've needed to do um, is manage and ch- check those expectations in and really look at the 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 project that was needed with mikel arteta and even now currently like even if i was trying to look onto our next game if we don't pick up a three points against Watford, even though we're expected to. 
I don't think we should be reactionary on that either. I don't think we should jump on on that and say, oh, look at Watford, they're shocking. Um, Arteta, right? this is, you see full stones all over again. I think it creates that toxicity around the club. So I think a big reason for to answer your question, Agal, in a, in a long way, um, is the past and what we've seen in terms of how we've tried to put, like, how we thought and we need to manage our expectations. And a lot of fans now have... It being so pessimistic, where they're not able to be realistic anymore. It's it's both ways. You can either get too high or too low. Trevor, let me let me bring you back in because just from speaking to you for a couple of minutes, I can tell you're quite a positive Arsenal fan. You're obviously pleased with what we're uh, pulling out the bag at the minute. Why do you think there is this? I mean, look, we shouldn't get carried away, okay? Because we're by no means the the finished article just yet. But why do you think there is this kind of, I mean, I just think the term supporter has been lost on so many people. Why is there this negativity around the place? All the time? Um, to be honest, I think there's a certain section of our fan base who, A, don't understand football. You know, because whenever whatever team we play against, they're not going to just roll over. Every team is coming to play to win. And they're coming with a system and uh, a plan to play Arsenal. Sometimes we, we 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 can figure out their plan and counteract it. And I, there's 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 that element that don't understand football and just think um because of our name, which is uh can sometimes be a juxtaposition position because you play Arsenal, you you step up your game. You play Liverpool, you play Man City, you play Man United. If you're no disrespect, if you're Brighton or Palace or whatever, you're you're stepping your level because you want that scalp, and people don't take that into consideration. And then there's also the element of fan base that, me personally, I feel aren't true fans. They just kind of latched onto a team to be in the football conversation, and their their, their heart and soul isn't in it. It's just it gives them something to gripe about, and that that's what they enjoy. So I, I think it's, it's, it's an element of some people not understanding the whole game. Um, some people not realising that even in a game, there's an ebb and flow. So there's an ebb and flow with, with clubs because, you know, uh, what, 10 years ago, Man City were nowhere. 20 years ago, Chelsea were nowhere. It was us yeah. and, and Man United. And before that, it was Liverpool. And once upon a time, it, you know, I was, I'm old enough to remember Villa winning the, the, the Euro, European Cup. Um, You're not that old, Trevor. You're not that old. Yeah, I believe. <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, Nottingham Forest winning the European Cup. Um, it's an ebb and flow. Everyone's trying to catch everyone. And we, we need to remember that you look at Man United. When Ferguson left, look how long it has taken them with all their money with all the, that they can attract, they haven't won a title since. So with Wenger leaving, there was always going to be a void. Um, yeah. Uno Emery had to be the, what's it, what's it when you, you the the next girlfriend that you kind of... The yeah. rebound. The rebound. The rebound. Yeah, that's the it. Uno Emery was the rebound. Um, Arteta, um, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm an Arteta fan, but I... You know, after the first three games, I was like, Ooh, is this the guy? Maybe we should be looking at someone else, at least looking in case something doesn't happen. Yeah. But the man sticks to his guns. And and I think he's, he's starting to learn really quickly. 
Yeah, agreed. Uh, um, but just before you come in, one second, Agal. Uh, Trevor, I'm going to let you go, mate, just so I can bring some more callers on. But thank you so much uh, oh, for coming on. Really appreciate it. Thank you for um, having me, mate. And love to the Crystal Palace, massive. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. See you later, okay, boy. Mate. I'll see you later, Trev. Brilliant caller. Uh, let's bring in uh, Egal. Go on. Go ahead, mate. I was going to say there is there seems to be an a issue with Arsenal in general. Uh, the fans and the masses of football, I feel like they get their opinions off of social media and other punditries and everything else, and they don't actually watch what's going on at Arsenal. Because if you watch Arsenal, even last year, and you say defense is still the issue. You clearly don't watch Arsenal because I hear that all the time. Harry, you probably get that on numerous shows that you go on. People that gener have general statements about Arsenal's issues, which they don't actually watch Arsenal. To me, the issue has always been the midfield. The midfield is the reason why our defense is always having problems. The midfield is the reason why we're being overrun. The midfield is why we're losing games and, and why we are constantly under pressure. In that last game, Brendan Rodgers set up 2RT. He played a two-man midfield and he let us have the game. Once he changed it up, it got a little bit harder. But if we continuously have games where we can win those midfield battles, we're going to see more points. And if we don't make the same mistakes that we made against Crystal Palace, where we lose the ball in our own half, we're not going to have these defensive issues. And people, stop talking about the defense. The defense is good. This defense is up there in a couple of years because we have promising players. It's just the midfield needs to be tuned up and then we'll be there, hopefully. Yeah, I agree. That's the part of the team that, that needs the most work. Uh, let's bring in our next caller, uh, Mohammed. Welcome, my friend. How are you? And tell the listeners where you're joining us from. I know where you're joining us from, but tell the yeah. listeners. Okay. Uh, my name is Mohammed Iraqi. I'm from Palestine. I'm a sports journalist. I was with uh, Harry once uh, live a few months ago. Uh, I want a small introduction. First of all, uh, I waited... Uh, long time to be with you harry i appreciate you very much very much very much you are great journalist because i'm journalist when when i listen to people talk journalists pundits uh, former players some of them are not realistic uh, some of them criticize arsenal just to criticize they, they don't know what arsenal what what is the situation of arsenal when i listen to you you are realistic enough you are logical. Uh, I appreciate your effort because oh, most of our fans are emotional. So they, they, they don't take football or uh, see Arsenal as it's now, what, what, what they are building. Our fans talk emotions. I love this player, so I speak good. Uh, about this player. I hate this player, so I don't want this player to see him play. I hate Arteta. I love Arteta. It's not like this. We must be realistic enough to see what is the situation of Arsenal. I uh, daily or weekly, every week, uh, I talk with Lev on Arsenal lunch. You know Lev? Yep, yep. Yes? Yes. Uh, he puts a link, so... Hmm. In the last weeks, uh, I was with him. I talked with him uh, very um, many times. So uh, even even when we lost the first three games, I talked to Liv. I said to him, it's normal that we got beaten against Chelsea and against Man City. They are better, better uh, than us. They are better teams now. Absolutely. And, and I said to Liv also, he was surprised that 
او الريال ارسنال يو ويل سي ذا ريال ارسنال افتر ذا فيرست انترناشونال بريك وين اول ذا بلايرز ويز ريتيرن فروم انجريز فروم كوفيد اند ات ويل هابن ات هابن ذات وي سي ا ديفرنت ارسنال اي سيد ذات تو ليف اتس نورمال ذات وي وي لوست 10 بلايرز اور 9 بلايرز ان ذا ان ذا فيرست 3 جيمز اند We we faced Chelsea. We faced Man City. It's normal that uh, that we lose. We must be realistic. I said to live after the first international break. You will see Arsenal. And also he was surprised when I said to him that the last summer, the last summer with the six new young signing, this is the the real rebuilding of Arsenal. He was surprised. What you are talking, Mohammed? Really? I said to him, yes. Look at the amount of changes. that happened uh, in arsenal in the pitch and outside the pitch in the pitch uh, in the last year in the last year we got rid of 20 players and we signed 10 new players including the six uh, in in the last summer look at the changes in the uh, decision making board with the gazetes then salehi hosfahmes when mislintad Uh, and now we are with Edo and Arteta. So Arsenal was not stable outside the pitch and also inside the pitch. All these things affects if you have a good team, a strong team or not. So uh, last summer with six new uh, young signings, they are all promising players, yep. talented players, hungry. They are all hungry for success. We must give this team time and we must give Arteta time to work with them. This is the project. We, we, we are now in the first steps of the project. Yeah, and absolutely. In, go on, go on. And in, in, the next summer, in the next summer, our priority should be midfield, midfield and attack. We must sign, we must sign three top, top class players at least three in midfield and we must have another strikers another striker with a new type like Vlaovic of Fiorentina or Zabata uh, from Atalanta yes from Atalanta we must have a striker who who is very good in the air who have a physical presence yeah not not A different from what we have. Yeah, agree. Completely it's, agree, Mohammed. It's very, it's very, very, very important. So, uh, so we can we can be more aggressive. We, uh, our problem today is scoring goals. Scoring goals. We we uh, we built something already with Ramsdale and our defense. We yeah. are. We will not sign any defender in the next two years. Agree. Maybe. Maybe any goalkeeper. We have him and Okonko also waiting. So the goalkeeper's department are very good. Midfield is the main area. In the last summer, I was very happy with the sixth new signing. Just only. My only reservation was another midfielder. Another yeah. midfielder were very necessary. You know, in, in Twitter, I follow you. Sometimes <laughs> I... Um, Text you 
Sometimes you answer, many times you, <laughs> you didn't answer me, Harry. <laughs> you know what, my so, friend? You know what? I, so many of the Twitter messages that I get are people having a go at me. So I sometimes take no, a no, long no. time before looking it's at It's my pleasure, messages. Harry, to talk to you. And, <laughs> and I send, I talked to you once that uh, my wish also, if I can be your guest uh, at any time, so we can analyze Arsenal and spoke about the team and the players. Definitely, so uh, definitely. Uh, I, I hope this. So uh, I I wish that we sign Hussam Awar. Hussam Awar will make a difference in, in 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 the current Arsenal team with his quality. He can play number eight. He can play number ten. Uh, he's a very talented player. He can score goals. Yeah. He can create goals. If we can sign, if if we could sign Hussam Awar last summer, I said. It's a perfect window. Yeah, it would be now, great. Wouldn't now, it? now in the winter, in in the coming winter, a new adding a new midfielder is very, very, very important to bear to bear in mind. Party in the Afcon, Nini in the yeah. Afcon, uh, also uh, Aubameyang and Pepe. Also, uh, we have Lagazette who can play, and Martinelli. I think will get his chance more and more uh, in January. But yeah. when you look at our midfield without party and it's without, a problem, isn't it? without uh, also yeah, a backup like El Nini, we are very short. Yeah. And you don't no, know. You're right, mate. You're right, mate. You it, it is a problem. Let, let me bring Tariq back in. Um, the midfield is the one area, isn't it, where we are very thin and you wonder yeah. what will happen if we lose for example, Thomas Partey, as well as Granite Xhaka, you wonder how we'll cope with that, don't you? That's a big concern for me. Yeah, most definitely. Um, with that midfield problem and that issue, I, I, in, in January, I don't really see how we can cope with the current crop that we have in, in the midfield. Ainsley Maitland-Niles, I've, I've had a lot of faith in Ainsley Maitland-Niles because of the performance in particular, which made me think that he could be a midfielder, was that Manchester United, if you remember that one, Harry, when we lost 2-1, Marouane Fellaini scoring, and I think Dinos Mavropanos played in that game too. Um, and that's where I thought, he got man of the match, despite being on the losing side, so that's where I thought Ainsley Maitland-Niles could do that. However, that's not kind of worked out. I don't think he has. I don't think he can break up play the way how Thomas Partey can and read the game, how Lukonga can too. And most importantly, progressing the ball forward into those attackers, into the wingers. I don't think he does it quickly enough with the range of passing either. I think he's a good Sorry. dribbler. Sorry, Tariq. Ainsley has no future in Arsenal. He, in, my, in my opinion, he's not, he's not suitable to Arsenal. He's... Uh, he's I don't think he's, he's suitable he's as a midfielder. I think he's, yeah. a, he's a very average player. He's not talented. He can't. He, he can't make uh, the the addition that that you want in the team or in the squad or in in midfield. He just he just a runner and strong. When he left, when he played with Arteta in the left side, when we won the FA Cup last summer, okay, he was defensive duties. He was running. Alongside uh, the line, okay, but he's not a midfielder. He's not talented. He's, he's very average. And, yeah. and, and and in my opinion, he will be sold next summer. Hey, Gals, Gals, a a question player. for you. 
Hold on, is let me just bring a gal in before because we're gonna have to move on as well. So let me just bring a gal in. A gal, come on. He's a fringe player. He is what he is. He's an academy player. He's one of the people helping us with our quota at the moment. Well, do I want to move on? Yes. Is he is he useful? He's useful as a squad player. Nothing more, nothing less. We don't have many games. What he is is a body to fill in in the midfield, to fill in in the wing backs positions if we need him. We want any player. That's it. Harry, Harry, uh, guys, we want any player who who sits in the bench to be a quality player. This is the difference between us and Chelsea and Liverpool and Man City. Yeah, but we're not Look, we're, we're not there yet. It's going to take yeah. us okay, time okay. to get there. I That's hope kind of <laughs> we are not there, but I hope that step by step we'll be there. Yeah, Mohammed, let me just pause you there for a second. Egal, uh, thanks very much for coming on, mate. Let people know how they can check out your channel because I know you got a channel as well. Yeah, yeah you guys can check me out. It's an Arsenal channel called EGTV. And I also do a little bit more like uh, match reviews for the Premier League and everything. And you can also find me on Twitter at EGTV Egal. Make sure you check him out. Egal, thank you so much, mate. Catch you soon. No worries, man. Peace out. Let's bring in our next caller, Sam. Uh, join the conversation, mate. How you doing? Yeah, what a weekend, eh? Beautiful. Uh, yeah, I just, um, I, I, I'll be honest, it's a bit like that That Leicester game was just beautiful in every single way. From the clean sheet to Smith-Rowe and Saka chant all game. Uh, that's that's quite, I don't know who came up with that. That's genius. Um, Good one, isn't it? <laughs> it is banger. Um, but uh, yeah, just watching that just made me think of like when... I, I, I'll be honest, I'm not on the train of I go Arteta out, Arteta in every week. I made my bed after Villarreal. We needed a goal to go through and we drew nil-nil. I was like, no, nah, this 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 isn't happening. He's not the guy. Um, transfer window happened. I thought, oh, it's not being sacked, is he? So see what happens. First three games. I understand the players missing. I understand we played City and Chelsea. But I just looked at it tactically and like, for instance, Chelsea, when we played, what is it, a 4 2 three, one, and they're the back five. And it was just so amateur, like how they exposed us. City, the discipline that I thought Arteta's got no command here. I don't know what's going on. All of a sudden, six players come in. Abamyang, I don't know what's happened. He's had a personality transplant from <laughs> the last year. He's pressing every single game. I was at the, the Palace game. Must, I don't know because people were saying like they've fallen out. Yeah, I'll tell you know what he, he's learning on the job. He must have, something must have happened, and it because look, I, I, the the big thing with Arteta for me is the performances. Even if we lose or draw, the work rate and the togetherness is there every week. From the Brighton game when Ramsdale's made a save and Ben White's going, "Yeah, come on, yeah, well in lad," and they're they're just it's just a great unit. We've got good characters, and like Egal said, like people are reading in social media too much. Like, what was that Carve crap about Tomiyasu? Like, you know, ah. Uh, He's got flogged to every Premier League club and no one wanted him. He's not a defender. He's not... All of a sudden, yeah, you look at United, you look at Tottenham recent weeks, they'd take Tommy Asu. I, Tommy Asu's not, not had a bad game. He's, he's a fighter. Sam, that for he's me, a fighter. Sam, yeah, he's, he's a, fighter. a fighter. He absolutely is. Yeah. But that for me, that Carve thing that you, you've just mentioned there, I, I thought that was embarrassing. It's below you know, the belt. As, it? Yeah. it was well below the belt. And I know that you work in the industry as well, Sam. And, you know, there is a degree of needing to get traffic to whatever we oh, do, right? Whether that's yeah. a podcast, 
a written piece, whether it's a YouTube video, all of us want our content to get out there. All of go us viral, want our content yeah. to go viral and to be seen by as many people as possible. That's kind of the aim of the game. But you lose so much credibility as a so-called journalist or reporter, whatever you want to call Carve, because I don't know really what category he fits in. No disrespect to him. I just don't know which one he is. But when you sit on TV and you talk about something like that with such conviction, when you really know nothing about that player, you lose so much of that credibility to me. You exactly. Should, uh, go, go your Sky Sports. You've got all the reach in the world. Go and get an Italian football journalist to come on and give you the download on Takahiro Tomiyasu, someone who's watched him week in, week out and not based on a fake text message that he was pretending to read off of his phone. That was that was shocking. It was really, really poor. Um, just before we come back to you, Sam, uh, Mohammed, I'm going to let you go, my friend, just because we need to move on. But you will be back soon, I promise. That's you last word. Last go word, ahead. Harry. I, I hope you put a link every week so we can interact with you. Not uh, not every six months, but uh, every week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I haven't done these uh, anywhere near regularly enough. I, I do know that. It's my um, wish. It's my wish. And it's my pleasure to be with you. And uh, the guys, you have a very fantastic program and you are a fantastic journalist, really. Thank you so much, Mohammed. I'll Legends. catch you soon, mate. Thank you. That was the brilliant Mohammed joining us. Um, I'm going to come back to you in a moment. Um, Sam, just bear with me. Let's bring on Albert. Uh, as well, how you doing, mate? Not bad, mate. Good. So I took myself off mute. That might help, innit? Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's always a good start. Good it's to see you, man. Good to see you too, man. How are you feeling after this weekend? It's been a, it's been a good one. It's nice to be positive, isn't it? Harry, before I'm, before I say anything, massive props to you, man. Three million views, bro. I saw that. Well Thank, done, you, Thank you, mate. Thank you. Yeah, Harry, it's been a good weekend, man. England done the business in the cricket. Tottenham done their usual. And Arsenal obviously done the business um, against Leicester. Um, Harry, you probably heard me say it, but when I looked at um, the last, including the Leicester game, the, the block of four games that we were playing, I said we'd get eight points out of 12 because I just felt that was about right for this team. Eight points out of 12 is not a bad return. And I, I'd actually said we beat Leicester. Um Obviously, sort of prior to the weeks before that, I was kind of thinking I'm probably talking a bit of rubbish. Now. I might have to backtrack, but once I've made my once I've made my mind up, I'll stick with it. Um, and yeah, mate, we came out the traps as quick as I've seen for a very, very long time. I I can't think of a game where we started that quickly um, in terms of depressing. I like Lacazette in that row. It's, it's to me, it's not really a number ten, but he's not really a main two with a Bamyang. It's in that sort of pocket space and being a pest and Saka looked dangerous and Tavares energy again and ESR, you know, undoubted quality again, showing flashes of brilliance. Um, we don't start games very well, mate. And one thing I've actually kind of been pleased with, with Arsenal, I don't know if the guys might agree or not, are set pieces. Maybe something's happened in training. Because the of the set new set coach. Coach. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a new so set piece the, coach. Yeah, the delivery is a hundred times million better. Um, well, yeah. first of all, when Nicolas Pepe doesn't take them, the delivery. <laughs> yeah, I'm oh, trying, trying to leave him out. I'm trying to leave him out the chat, man. But it's <laughs> but no, that that is a massive, massive part of football. Any coach at any level will tell you about trying to get goals from set pieces. So to see that happen, fantastic. And obviously, we get the second goal. Um, 
And you know what? I, I get why people were saying it was our best performance of the season because it was different from Villa. Villa was a more sustained period over probably 70, 80 minutes, probably. But we had to ride the storm. Leicester are not a poor side, irrespective yeah. of what they've shown this season. They're a decent side. They came into it after 25 minutes, got back into it. And obviously, Aaron Rambo, Randall's received a lot of plaudits. And he, and he deserves it. Because even watching it at the time, the save, the second save, sorry, by the way, I got chills watching that. I was, it, was, it was a wow moment. I thought, wow. Like, you know, he, he stepped onto the mark anyway, Ramsdale. But to, to do that save on top of what he's shown this season and Harry, his distribution, not just the game yesterday, in other games, is just in, he's like, you're hearing the ball. You know when someone hits that perfect pass and when you play football in training and you can almost hear the ball going whoosh. Like, that's what, that's what Ramsdale does. It's just, it's just daisy cutters. It's good touch. He brings confidence and reassurance to the to the defence. And one thing I've sort of banged on before the start of the season was I would judge Arsenal and Arteta on the first the first two stroke three months of the season because yeah. that will set the tone for the season where we finish. Yes, you might see us 10th or 9th, then 8th, 6th, 7th, whatever it might be, because that's going to be, for me, a reflection of the side. And one thing I must say, particularly... One thing I will give Arsenal credit for in recruitment, and I can't believe I'm even saying it, Harry, to be honest. When we got Go on. when it came to the last day of the transfer window, if any Arsenal fan was honest, they probably thought he wasn't going to get anybody in and most definitely not a right back. I did not see that coming. Um, but Tomoyasu has been superb in for me, an all-round, well-rounded game. He supports the tack when he needs to, he sits in when he needs to. He clears his lines when he needs to. He's on the cover when he needs to. Highly, highly impressed. And the back five, I absolutely, I love Ben White and, and Gabriel together. That partnership developing yep. is something beautiful to see. Yeah, it really is. And, and Tariq, I'll bring you in because yeah. Albert mentions um, Takahiro Tomiyasu. And I said on the pod after the game yesterday or last night that what I really like about him is he's someone that isn't the greatest technically, like he isn't silky, he isn't, you know, he isn't a marauding right back like you'd expect a modern day fullback to be. But he knows his limitations and he knows when he needs to go long. He knows when he needs to keep it simple. How impressed have you been with the way that he's blended in? Because we've all talked about Aaron Ramsdale over the last 24 hours. So it's not that I don't want to give him praise, but I think there are other players that have adapted just as quickly and deserve the praise. Takahiro yeah. being one of them. Yeah, def most definitely. I didn't know too much about Takahiro Tomiyasu when um, when he was at Bologna, but I heard a lot of rave reviews about him, how he came up against Ronaldo and had did a good job. I've been so impressed. And the biggest part for me is the physicality side to his game. I didn't I wasn't too sure if he was gonna like when you see players come from outside of Europe, I mean well, outside of the Premier League coming into the Premier League where it's so physical and the, the intensity that we play at, he's matched that. And he's probably been one of our most intense players in terms of how aggressive he is. He always defends on the front foot. And to talk about that as well, I was going to say, and I need to eat some humble pie a little bit because with Tommy Asu, with seeing him, how he defended against Crystal Palace, especially, I thought maybe he may get found out when he comes up against a proper winger. I, was, I thought it was quite fortunate they didn't come up against Zaha in that game 
as he missed out due to illness because he defends on that front foot because of how aggressive he is. If he get comes up against a winger that is a bit nippy and and can, and can deal with that aggression and win free kicks like a Zaha would, I thought he made struggle. He did struggle against Brighton, but the fact that he's developed and he's learned and he's kicked on from that and. And what we've really missed, and also on a set piece, he's another threat on a corner. Yeah. He will score. He will score this season from a corner because he's, what, six foot two? And that's a big plus from Tommy Asu because we haven't seen that from any of our right backs with Cedric, with Bellerin, who, when he was here, the aggressiveness that how he goes with. Yes, I do agree with you. He's not the most silky going forward. And in the long term, in terms of where Arsenal, where we will go to, and when we come, when we come up against sides, when we've earned the right to play, and sides will ask us to break them down with a low block, and when, then we need to have a bit more width on that right hand side, and teams will double up against Saka when they come up against like that. That's not to worry about now, but probably too, yeah. looking too far ahead when I'm saying that. So maybe then, but for now, I'm, I'm really enjoying Tommy Asu and what he's brought to this side and added into that. And um, one more thing I'd just like to say with Ben White, what we've seen that he needs to improve on. And in, in terms of the first game against Ivan Tony aerially, we've not, he's not had no trouble like that in the past games. We know what he can do intercepting the play, reading the game and bringing the ball out from the back. Aerially, he's improving. And Tommy Asu, I think, is a big part for that because yeah. when he comes round, tucks in against Burnley yeah. and challenges the striker, I think Tommy Asu brings that. So it, it makes sense and it adds balance. So, yeah, definitely very impressed. Yeah, completely agree. Uh, Sam, before I let you go, mate, who's impressed you the most? If you had to pick one out of the new signings, the new arrivals? That was my time, question. <laughs> who is, who's the one that you've been most pleased with? I think... I think it's easily Ramsdale, to, to be honest, basically because, you know, I, I, for one, personally was looking at the summer and I think if we were getting a keeper, why haven't we gone and get Sam Johnston from West Brom? Is like very, like you say, relegated teams, the keepers generally aren't fault. He was unbelievable and he was cheaper than Ramsdale. And then we got Ramsdale and I thought, mm, I'm not sure about this guy. Been battered a couple of years. Like, what's his confidence like? He's a mentality monster, man. He's come in. And when I went to the Palace game as well, like we were, we weren't great. He was the calmest man in the stadium the whole game. The fans were getting on the team's back. He's just like, "Come on, come on, chill." Every single week, top saves. Even the Madison one, the Ian Acho one before that, yeah, it's unbelievable save. But the other signing as well, like you say, Ben White's grown into the game. His ball carrying, like that. He did the little run against Leicester as well. He's ended up in centre forward next to Aubameyang. This guy, I think Erdegaard. I think the system at the moment isn't suiting him really because of the pressing. He like he presses, but he's more of like if like the Tottenham game where we generally dominated possession, he'll be so he'll come good eventually. He's a quality player, um, but I want to. Last few weeks, I think something's Tierney's not been like at it. He's not like he's got the ball and not overlapped for some reason, and that's the whole his game is bursting down the wing, but as. He's given a rest. Tavares has come in. I think he's going to be the quality player, Tavares. He looks like he's built like a beast. He bombs down the left. He's got a right foot as well. And he'll be the last Nuno left in North London at the moment too. So <laughs> I'll that. get that in. Get that Love in before that. we go, lads. Yeah. Brilliant stuff. Sam, thank you so much, mate. Really appreciate yes, you coming on. Catch you soon, pal. Brilliant. That was a great line to round it off. That right. Was- 
we've got three more people waiting in the chat box and you guys are all going to get on. Don't worry. I promise you, I'm going to come to every single one of you before we wrap up, but I am going to close the lines for everybody else because I don't want people waiting and we won't have the time to get them on. But if you are in the green room bit already, uh, which I can see there's three of you, um, you guys would definitely be getting on. I promise. And let's bring on the next one. Uh, Tough Richie. How you doing, mate? Where you join us from? Hello? Is your mute? No, I don't think he's on mute. I don't, I don't think he can hear us. Can you hear no, us, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Richie? He can see us. Give us a thumbs up if you can see us. <laughs> I don't think we can even hear you. We'll, we'll try it again in a second. We'll try it again in a second. Let's bring in X. X, where are you joining us from, mate? Hey, guys. I'm calling from Nigeria. Yes. Nigeria. What time is it in Nigeria, my friend? Uh, it's 11.46. Wow. Wow. Oh, you're only an hour ahead. I thought it'd be, there was a bigger time gap than that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that happens. That happened today or yesterday. Oh, yeah. The of course, the clock's changed. The clock's changed. How you doing, mate? What do you want to say on the Arsenal? Oh, very good. Um, earlier on, I wish I'd come in earlier on, where we were talking about the mindset for, for fans. Ahead, mate. Where do we begin? Every something goes bad, and the fans just go nuts. Everybody starts shouting at Teta out. Oh, we want this player. We don't want this player. I think it was Mohammed who was speaking my mind. I almost left the chat when he was talking because he was saying exactly what it was I had in mind. I was on. Uh, I was listening to Super Kev not long before I jumped jumped on here, and usually he speaks about the mentality of the players. How, how well are the players thinking? Do they want to play for this club? And then he's popular for saying once they cross that white line, the players take over. So you don't start shouting Ateta out every time something goes wrong. The rebuild, as maybe some people would like to call it, has been happening since Ateta came in and he's been trying to get a new bunch of players in. Clearly, with the age, can, the age of the players you have now, it looks like he's trying to cut it down and go younger. That's what he's yeah. trying to do. This will take a long time before these players settle down, before the players start playing together, before they get some rhythm. So people screaming, they are not winning games after a couple of games is not exactly the way to go. And yelling at players and insulting them, even on social media, Ramsdale suffered a lot of it. Is Who would want to play for your club when all you yeah. guys do is shout and insult people? These people will not come. It will take a long time before any top players come in this direction. So it would be nice if we can just struggle, try to get into Europe with some young players, and then we'll take it from there. This will take a while. But people are just... The fan base is horrible. Horrible. Uh, you know what, mate? I completely agree with you. And it was why I got real... Oh, muted. There we go. I think I'm back. Yeah, I know audio, yeah. yeah. Uh, you guys can hear me, I think. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just saying, you know, that's why I got really, really defensive with the whole Granite Xhaka thing, because a lot of people were having a go at him. And, and look, what he did wasn't exactly perfect. But yeah. when we treat players like that, there's going to come a point when, then they, when they're going to explode. And we can't then yeah. get all precious. We can't be like one minute, you're effing this, you're effing that all over social media. And the minute he gives it a little bit back to you, you're sitting there going, oh my God, that's an outrage. Hey, There's got true. to be a point somewhere, right? If you're going to give it, you've got to take it. And and if you're going to give it, 
and someone gives it back, then you take it, you take it on the chin and you move forward and you forget about it. And and that's what this yeah. fan base is really bad at doing, I think. And I'm going to bring Albert in here because I, I don't know about you. I feel like this fan base does have agendas. I feel like there are certain players who can do no right. And, and even when they perform out of their skin, there are certain people out there waiting for them to fail so that they can have a go again. True. Yeah, yeah. You know, listen, I, I, the, the example I will use, Harry, is even with Ben White. Um, I, I, I sometimes wonder, I don't get it. Um, this is a guy that's been, it's not like he's been playing in a different league, in Bundesliga, or you haven't or he's played in the Portuguese league and you haven't seen him that often. He's been in the Premier League. He's, you've seen him play at Brighton. You've heard reports of when he played at Leeds. So I, I, I don't get what he hasn't shown for you to, there's more pros than cons of him. So I didn't really sort of get the negative kind of aspect towards him. I, there's still a little bit of it now. Not necessarily after the game yesterday, yeah. but I don't know what he what they've seen in his... I thought he had a decent preseason, Harry, personally. I thought he showed a lot of signs and promises. I think obviously it helps with having a dominant centre-half in Gabriel, but I'm looking at some of the Twitter feed in particular, and I was thinking, what, what has this guy done? Like, he's, he's, he's shown, yes, he had a tough game, the opening game season against Brentford, but it's the Premier League, Harry. It's not meant to be easy. There's going to be difficult games. First game of the season, Boxing Day fixture, end of the season, it doesn't matter. But, yeah, the, the, the Ben White thing, I, 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 that for me, I kind of thought, Arsenal fans need to relax here. Like, if you've seen him play and you've seen the promise and the potential when Liverpool were rumoured of him last season. Yeah. I thought Liverpool not a bad judge of character. So I, that I didn't really understand, Harry, if I'm being honest, mate. Yeah, Albert, I just want to add to that. With centre-backs and with Ben White, I've played in the centre-back position, not at the level of Ben White, but centre-backs <laughs> don't hit their peak until they're mid to late 20s. Yeah. And they have to go through these teething issues, these, these mm -hmm. games against Brentford to develop and learn. Don't think that Van Dyke was the finished article at 23. There's a reason why he was at Celtic at that young age and then moved to Southampton and then took that next step. So, yeah, I, I just wanted to add that and say, you are right. We need to be careful and with how reactionary our fan base does get. And it is, it is to do with the mindset. It depends yeah. on where you sit. And you can't really change that because of the size of club that we are, unfortunately. Yeah. No, that's completely true. Let's try and bring in Richie again. Mm. Richie, can you hear us? Richie? Oh, I think he's gone, man. Do you reckon he's he's forgotten that he's logged he's on? He's on, but, but possibly. Because <laughs> we can see him. <laughs> Richie, we can see you, mate. His camera is tilted up. Oh, Richie. It's better now. There he is. <laughs> hey, bro. I don't think How you can see you, us. Where, hey. where are you joining us from? <laughs> where are you joining us from, Richie? Uh, Hertfordshire. Hertfordshire. Down the road, mate. Down the road. What do you want to say on the Arsenal, man? I think it's already on the chat. <laughs> Go on, fire away, mate. Don't worry if it's been said in the chat. Richie, you with us? Hello, can you hear us? <laughs> I don't know if Richie's with us or not. I think it's no. the audience, player. <laughs> I don't know. Let's bring Wilson in. So, Wilson, sorry, how guys. you doing, mate? Hi, guys. Oh, good. How you Wilson, doing? where are you joining us from, my friend? Yeah, I'm, join I'm joining you guys from West London, Uxbridge. 
Oh, lovely, lovely part of London. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I have to say, um, everyone knows that um, Arsenal had a really um, bad start to the season. I don't know what Arteta did, but whatever Arteta and the players have done, I feel everyone knows feel like uh, mitigating circumstances, players were injured, shocking tactics at times in those three games. Since then, himself, like most of the big players have come back, Arteta's really fixing himself up big time. I mean, there were games against Tottenham, Villa and Leicester. We performed brilliantly. We bullied Tottenham. We absolutely hammered um, Arsenal Villa. And we just weathered the storm at times against Leicester, as Albert mentioned as well, because there's going to be games you have to weather the storm and defend well. And, you know, Ramsdale, my God, that guy was just <laughs> incredible. His saves were just immense. And I, and, I, and I tell you what, he has shed, he's got presence. He, he's, he's got huge presence and he gives so much confidence to the Arsenal defence. Leno does not have it. Everyone knows it. Let's be real right now. And, and, and the midfield have been immense as well. Absolutely immense. All we have to do now is just maintain our momentum and just keep on going. Keep on going. That's what we have to do. Good stuff, Wilson. Um, X, we, I said that we, you know, we not talk too much about Aaron Ramsdale because everybody's been talking about Aaron Ramsdale, and, and rightly so. But how impressed have you been personally with him? And you know, I completely agree with Wilson about him bringing a confidence to the defense, bringing a a kind of what's the word? You know, just a new lease of life to that back line. I mean, Burn Leno can do nothing about his uh, position right now, can he? Uh, let me tell you what I did. Um, I think Albert was talking about uh, Ben White. Uh, when um, Ramsdale was, when we, when we started having the rumors, you know, Arsenal linked with, Arsenal linked with. I, and I saw fans writing stuff like, um, oh, that's a horrible uh, goalkeeper. I have this thing I do where I check out what people say. Then if Arsenal does good, I go back to check and ask the people how you feel about this now. So I noticed what some people were writing, yeah. and I took notes of a bunch of them. And look at us several months later. This was August, right? And look at us yesterday. And guys were waxing lyrical. Yo, this guy is great, fantastic, wonderful. So I went back and I started looking for some comments. Couldn't find them anymore. Apparently, these fellows go back to delete their comments. <laughs> Here's my problem. If you say the player is bad, at least let's your praise be as loud as your criticism. Yeah, That's 100%. the way I see it. Come back yeah. and say, hey, I was wrong. This player, you know, blew my mind. Wonderful. No, instead they went back to delete. So it still goes back to people just being toxic. Me, I saw the guy in um, Sheffield. I saw the guy in Bournemouth. I'm not going to lie. When they announced it, I just felt he was going to be second goalkeeper. Mm -hmm. Didn't see this coming Did it at, at all. But I didn't go slagging off the guy, saying he's horrible, we're going to get relegated. How do people get from there to such close-to-hate speech? And then yesterday, everybody's screaming, oh, Ramsdale, you need to see my stories. So I put up people insulting Ramsdale, and then it changed to, wonderful player, great, on my stories. So everybody just went there to have a good laugh. There's even this fellow who was dissing Ramsdale, 
And just yesterday, he was waxing lyrical. So I put the two comments over each other and I pasted it back on Twitter. I said, yo, is this you? <laughs> no, no. When, when we signed Ramsdale, I, I was like you, mate. I, I expected him to come in as a second choice goalkeeper. And I, I remember my, I followed you. Yeah. And, and my issue was not, I don't want Arsenal to sign Aaron Ramsdale. My issue was simple. Are we the able money? to spend twenty-five million pounds on a second-choice goalkeeper, yeah, rather than bringing in another midfielder? I didn't see this coming. I didn't see yeah. him walking into the side the way he has, taking the the place from yeah. Berliner. And I think he was kind of helped by the fact that we had such a crap start to the season, and Berliner was someone who was being looked at as one of the kind of culprits for our poor performances. And from then yeah. he got his opportunity. But since he yeah, got yeah. that opportunity, he grabbed it with both hands Wonderful. and he's not looked back. He's been he's been brilliant. Um, Tariq, let me come to you, mate, because a lot of mentions tonight about the midfield. What have you made of Sambi Lakonga? Because he is someone that, again, I expected to come in and be a squad player. But given the injury to Granite Xhaka, he's been thrust right into the mix. Phenomenal. The fact that you've got a player who's at Sambi Lakonga's age, same age as me, by the way, and he's coming out of your out from Belgium into the yeah. first team. I know he he was spoken about a lot by Vincent Company in terms of his leadership. He was the Anderlecht captain, and you can see that in his mentality to come to the cl- a club like Arsenal into the situation where he we came into where it's very volatile at the moment at Arsenal. If if you have a terrible performance, we we all saw the promise in, in against Brentford. And in, in pre-season, actually. However, w- one mistake like at Palace to come in and then rectify that mistake in the next game against Villa and develop. That's that's my, what that's what I've been most impressed with, Lukonga. Because for me, when I look at players, I, I look at them and, w- and wait for them to have a bad game because that's I want to see how they react. That's when you get a true reflection of a player. Not when they first come in, because mm. one in particular who came in and had it was tremendous at the start, Mustafi. But then what happened afterwards, that it's the mentality side to Lokonga's game. Yes, we know we're technically a brilliant, dynamic, progressing the ball, breaking it down. And he's really developing and into a top player. And I think he could be a mainstay in the Arsenal midfield for the years to come. Albert, what have you made of him, mate? That's the funny thing. Again, another player that I didn't know a lot about, to be honest with you. But you... you you strip it back sometimes when you there's a lot of talent out there there's a lot of talent out there so if you don't you're not going to know everybody so you strip it back and say you know what i'll i'll, I'll judge it with the eye test I'll, I'll see what how he develops and how he progresses into the team um very very i'm very impressed with what i've seen harry the only the only small criticism i said about him um and it wasn't necessarily the fact that he didn't have such a great game against brighton and probably didn't show that much against um crystal palace when he came on as a sub but just when I look at midfield players, for example, I don't know what you guys think. Can they play that pass quicker? And sometimes mm. when I see him play, I say, I say yes, he can. <clears throat> Just that fraction second quicker. But he does look to pass the ball forward, which is what I like. I'm very composed. The last few games, a lot of people said that they are not too sure in terms of whether he can play with Thomas Party. Um, but to be fair, in the last two games, if I look at the last two games in particular... I think they've dovetailed very well and they've played well together. But Sambi, I've been highly impressed against Villa particularly. I thought he was excellent. Um, and I thought he did well yesterday. So he's a young man. He's not going to come in and tear it up every week like him and Tommy Yasu. They're still adapting to the league. 
It's the same yeah. thing with Gabriel last season. He played in the back, yep. in the back four when he played for Lille. Comes to Arsenal, plays in the back three. Mm-hmm. And, and Harry, sorry, just to go to Divet a little bit. People talk about bargains. I know we got Gabriel last season, but was it £27 million? Pounds? Something wow. like that. I mean, but yeah, Sambi, yeah. more to come hopefully. And um, yeah, mass, highly, highly impressed so far. Wilson, would you agree with that he could do with sometimes releasing the ball a bit quicker? Because I do. I think that he does yeah. take that extra touch sometimes. But that's because he's not quite adapted to the pace and tempo of the Premier League just yet. Do you think there's still lots of room for improvement with Sambi? Because it feels like the ceiling's incredibly high with this young man. Uh, to be honest with you, Harry, I think I think Sambi Conga's got a lot of potential, a lot of talent. He never hides. He never hides. But I do agree with what, what Albert said. He just takes that extra touch, that kind of, you know, yeah. that, that kind of leaves him a little bit vulnerable a, a little bit. But there is so much, there's so much room for improvement because, and also he, and also he's a young man as well, and he's got lots, loads of potential, and he's only going to get better. Let's be real about it. Yeah, and and my worry a little bit with that extra touch is not even necessarily that he doesn't, that we don't move the ball forward quicker. We've just seen it with players that have come from abroad into the Premier League in years yeah. gone by, where that extra touch has yeah. led to them getting crunching tackles made against them all the time. And we, that was a big thing that Jack Wilshire had a problem with. Just oh, sometimes that extra touch, someone mm. coming in, catching him, um, you know, and, and, and sometimes that extra touch can lead to you not just being able to progress the ball in a more efficient manner, but also taking the kind of challenges that can really do you harm. Um X, what have you made of Lokonga, mate, to, to kind of wrap up the show? What, what's your take on the Belgian so far? Very, very impressive, I'd imagine. Yeah, I, I like him a lot. I, I didn't know anything about him before he came in. So what I did was pretty much what everybody does, go check YouTube videos. Yeah. So I went in there, checked it out. But when he came in, it's true. When yeah, he came true, in, true. I, uh, I didn't like the game we played. Um, it showed he didn't seem to have a lot of physicality. In which game? Which game? Crystal Palace? Crystal Palace? Crystal Palace? Where he gets hey, shoved he up. Got, he got robbed of the ball, yeah. When they scored the second yeah, goal, yeah. yeah. That was Crystal Palace, right? Yeah. He didn't seem to have much physicality in him. I, I, I wish we had that. Yeah, but he seems to hold the ball a lot, which I like a lot. Once he gets the ball, he's stuck with it. He makes that pass. Can he be faster? That would be dope. But yeah, I'm sure he can get better. He's a wonderful player. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, guys, we're going to leave it there because we've been going for over the hour. Um, Wilson, thank you so much for coming on, mate. Really appreciate having you on. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much, Wilson. X, thank you so much, pal. Good Bye, to chat guys. To you, man. Thank you. Take care, mate. Albert, always a pleasure, my friend. No worries, man. In fact, always a pleasure coming on, Harry, man. Always a pleasure, bro. Good stuff, man. I'll catch you very soon, I'm sure. Harry, nice to meet you, bro. Nice to meet you too, Albert, man. Right. Take it. And a big thanks to my co-host, Mr. Tariq. Um, You've got your own channel. It's going really well, Tariq. Before we go, before we sign off, let everybody know how they can uh, find it and uh, get involved. Yep, just as you see in the display name there. See, I'm getting used to it now. That's how you know it's on YouTube. (laughs) No, no, I still point the wrong way after all this time. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, So, yeah, Tariq Talks. Yep, yep, there, there. Um, Go subscribe to Tariq Talks. I talk more than just Arsenal. I watch 
do watch alongs for plenty of games. We do weekend reviews and previews for the Premier League and Champions League. So yeah, come check out Tweet Talks. I'm trying to get to 200 subscribers before the 20th of November, which is the day we play Liverpool. Yeah, so it's, that's my birthday as well. That's I'll be turning 23. So if I can get to 200 subscribers, that'll be a great birthday present for you all. Thank you for letting me come on, Harry. It's a, I appreciate it. And let me just say this as well. This show was the first time I made my appearance on YouTube. I was so nervous. I wasn't coming out with anything clear at all. But Harry, you're just a big inspiration for that. And I could only wax lyrical. I could speak all night, but you you need to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, man. Really, really appreciate no it. Make sure you head over and check out Tariq's channel. Also, if you could do me one more favor before we sign out, hit that like button. I can see there's well over 200 of you watching us live right now i should have said it earlier because loads of you dropped off when we start talking about calls uh taking the calls sorry but hit the like button if you haven't done so already make sure you check out Tariq's channel we'll be back very very soon with more arsenal related content until then take care good night you're listening to the chronicles of aguna the arsenal podcast I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon.